As a studio owner, acquiring new clients is essential to the growth and success of your boutique fitness business. However, developing an effective strategy to attract and convert those clients can be challenging. Knowing where to start and what to say are some of the things that I hear most from studio owners. So I wanted to give you a few steps to get you started in this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm so happy that you are here with me again today. As we head fast forward into the second half of the year and back to that next busy period, typically, um, I wanted to give you some insights and tips on lead generation and acquiring new clients. Now, naturally, as a business owner, this is essential for the growth and success of your business. We all know that clients are the fuel for our business and without them, our business simply wouldn't exist, right? Now, even if you are a studio that has a huge tribe of loyal clients, getting new clients should still be one of your main focus areas. And it can be one of those most challenging parts actually to growing your business. In fact, what I found having worked with studio owners for well over 10 years now on the business and marketing side is that many teachers and studio owners are really, really good at taking care of their clients in the studio and nurturing those relationships. And it's something that frankly, I think comes somewhat second nature to teachers and instructors that develop these deep relationships with their clients. But it can be challenging to create that awareness and the visibility and the strategies to bring new folks into your studio business. Um, it's one of the areas I hear about most um, when I ask studio owners what their face, what their focus is and what their challenges are and where they'd like my help with most. It's always comes, usually I should say 90% of the time it's about, I want to get new clients. I want to be able to grow my business. And so what we know is that even if we are busy, busy, busy studios, and you've got a lot of clients who are active in your business and engaged in your studio and come regularly to classes, every studio, no matter how incredible and amazing your marketing efforts are in terms of nurture and retention, you will see a natural attrition. You will see clients leave for various reasons that have absolutely nothing to do with your marketing efforts. And because of that, what that means is we do need to constantly be bringing new clients into your business. Um, and that honestly is, I think, I think, and perhaps you will agree with me, I think it is actually a little bit more challenging to get new clients in than is to keep your clients. And we see that in the data, we know it's more costly to bring new clients in both in terms of energy and money. Um, and so it's no surprise that many of the studio owners that I work with have a hard, this is where they have the hardest time. 
And often when it's something that we find challenging, it's something that we tend to avoid doing. Um, and so almost it's sort of, there's a, this sort of like, um, catch 22 when it comes to growing your business. And so what I wanted to do today is I wanted to give you a bit of a plan for how you can acquire new clients in your business and the things that you should be thinking about as you think about how you can perhaps evolve the way that you do that inside of your studio and what you might want to be thinking about. I'm hoping that you'll use this framework to um, to expand your the awareness and the visibility for your clients and perhaps even to develop and evolve some of your marketing efforts when it comes to bringing new clients into your studio. Now, all of these conversations that I'm sharing with you on the podcast are things that I go and deeper into when I work with my studio owners inside of my programs. And specifically, some of the things that I'm going to share with you today are sort of very surface level, top level um, insights into what I discuss in a lot more detail inside of my marketing intensive program. And when you take the time to work through the exercises with me inside of this program and work through the step-by-step -step framework that I'm kind of giving you a summary of today, um, and you do that over the course of the um, eight-week marketing intensive program, you find that you really do reap the rewards um, not just over the at the end of those eight weeks, but for many years to come, because marketing is a skill that your business needs you to have. Um, no studio owner gets away with zero marketing, especially not in today's world. Um, it is a requirement if you want to be a successful business owner. So I want to share with you a few steps um, that I will use in my frameworks when I work with studio owners. And the very first thing that we do when we work, when I work with a studio inside of my marketing intensive program, and something that we talk a lot about in my Thrive Business Development Program is knowing your ideal client. And it's one thing to sort of think about this in the, in the, in the, in the way that I think a lot of people tend to think about it, which is in terms of the demographics, you know, age, you know, stage of life and so on. But when we dive into this in the program, we go into it in a lot more detail. In fact, we're not just thinking about how old they are and what gender they are and all of that stuff that is very standard and somewhat and actually really too generic for it to be effective for marketing efforts. We dive deeper. We're talking about their, what motivates them. We're talking about what they struggle with and we're helping and what we're really helping them to achieve. Um, and we're going, we're, we approach it in a way that actually makes it a usable tool for your studio business. So this is often also an exercise many um, you might see in some business books, if you've read them, um, that really doesn't really help you if you don't know how to use this tool inside of your marketing efforts. And so when we do this inside of the marketing intensive, we tie it directly to how you can design marketing messaging. Um, and because when you know exactly who you want to talk to in your marketing, then you need to understand them well enough so that what you're talking about with them really resonates with them. And that's when you can start to really tailor your marketing efforts and all of your messaging to really resonate with their needs and with their desires. So you really need to know who it is you work with best and who you want to work with most in your business. Now, one of the stumbling blocks that I, 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 I work with my studio owners on on a regular basis is this, the, this myth, and it is a myth, that what you do 
um, is for everybody. And so everybody uh, could be a client. And yes, this might well be the case, but what I find over and over again, every time I'm challenged with this, um, with a studio owner, and it's something I, I, I get kind of excited about when we have this conversation, is we we go into it in a little more detail. And what we find is that most studio owners tend to work really well with a certain type of personality or character um, in the, as their ideal client. Um, and it's not to say there is no wrong client to have at all. Um, I think that's one of the other myths that comes up around this, which is that some types of clients are more ideal than others. And I disagree with that. And again, this is down to what makes you happy and the types of people that you want to work with inside of your studio. So we start always with thinking about who it is that we're working with because they really are at the center of your business. Now, the second part of that, once you know who you want to talk to, who your ideal client is, is you want to create compelling marketing messaging that speaks directly to them, that resonates with them, that makes them really sit up and take notice. And again, this is something that has kept people very stuck in the past, but with the world that we have today, where we have a number of tools at our fingertips um, that helps us to figure out how to talk about what we do, which is incredible, um, we have the ability to really emphasize how you help your clients in with copy and stories um, and language and words that are highly compelling to the types of people you most want to work with. And this is where you have the opportunity to really highlight what you do that is unique and special and different and what you really care about. This is where in, you know, in your marketing messaging, this is where you're sharing your core values, um, and what's most important to you, because if you have got your ideal client um, really clear, it probably will also resonate with them too. And that's where you get that very wonderful and harmonious relationship with your client base. Because if you are able to convey what you care about, and that's something that resonates with them, you will attract people who have a similar thought pattern, belief, uh, personality, character. Um, and what you find then is you build this incredible community of people who are similar in nature. And that's when I find that a lot of studios really, um, you know, when you've been in business for a long time, you have the opportunity often to reflect on the people that you've brought together. And it can be one of the most fulfilling things to see friendships and bonds being formed inside of your studio. And it's often comes down to initially this sort of, um, it's all, all, all rooted really in the way that you're communicating what you do inside of your studio, because that's how you are attracting those people in, in the first place. So you want to create compelling marketing messaging that really um, ignites the people you most want to work with and excites them and captures their attention. So we need to know who we're working with and you need a marketing message that is compelling. Now, the third part of this is you need to have a place to share all of this. And that is where we tend to lean more and more and more on having a strong online presence. So in today's digital world, we have many opportunities to share your messaging more so than ever before. And so having a strong online presence really is crucial for your business. There's no way to get around it. I still have people who come to me and say, do I have to do it? And I'm always say to them, I'm sorry, but yes, and it is kind of required 
um, in this day and age. There is a way to do it without it if you want to go down that path. But generally, I recommend that you develop a strong online presence and that this isn't where an op- you see this as a really an opportunity for you to share more about what you're doing inside of your studio. So this means having a website that is engaging and that showcases what you do inside of your studio, shares client success stories, testimonials, and gives um, visuals of what it looks and feels like to be a client in your studio. And you want to optimize your website so that it is easy to, that it shows up, I should say, in local searches um, and that it is something that is designed to take someone from some from just looking at becoming a client to becoming a long-term loyal client. So you want to make sure you're sharing your messaging on your website, in social media, in emails, but you also want to share your messaging inside of your studio in conversations you might be having with other local businesses or other people inside your community, but outside of the walls of your studio. So yes, an online presence is really important, but it is also really important to get outside of your studio in person and engage and network with others, locals in your area, influencers, people who have influence in your community. So the fourth step is to implement strategies that create um, an influx or create or enables, I should say, an influx of clients to come into your studio. So it's we're going to be consistently marketing your business all year round. You know, um, this is kind of also a given. We don't really do marketing once and then sort of say, hey, that was great. Now I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, marketing is about consistency. Um, it's about showing up regularly, showing your clients that you are there. Um, we're building this relationship with clients long before they walk into the studio. So we want to make sure that we are showing up for them on a regular basis. So consistency is critical. Now, that said, when you think about your marketing strategically, this is what I teach inside of my marketing intensive program, we're not always promoting the same thing inside of or across our channels and platforms. So at certain times of the year, you may be focused on one thing, and at other times of the year, you may be focused on a second thing. And at other times of the year, you may be focused on a third thing. And when we break the year down into these phases of promotions, it actually becomes not just a lot more manageable for you as the studio owner, but also typically the chief marketer. Um, but it also becomes a lot more effective because it's a lot more impactful. So we want to make sure that at various points during the year, you're focused on lead generation. You're focused in your marketing is purely on getting people into your studio. So that might mean that you have a shift in the way that you present your business and what you might be offering and what you might be focusing on in the, the, in the promotions that you're sharing with your audiences. So this might look like hosting an open house. It might look like hosting some friends of friends. It might look like sharing free guest passes. It might look like, um, asking for referrals. There are so many different ways to up your lead generation um, for your studio in, in your and in, in your business. Um, and you know it really is something that once you sit down and you, you realize um, how many strategies you have at your fingertips, how many different activities are quite easy actually to implement in your business, um, you'll find that it becomes just a matter of literally that implementation. Um, and so you want to make sure that you're very focused 
at various times of the year, you are focused specifically on lead generation. And this is, again, something that I share inside of my marketing intensive. I share these strategies with you um, and you get to pick which one you want to work with at various, which point of the year, and perhaps choose a different one later on in the year and another one later on in the year. Um, And so you never get bored and neither do your clients. So definitely you want to make sure you're carving out time in your marketing plan for the year to focus on specifically on lead generation. Now, I have already mentioned how uh, referrals a couple of times, but we do know that this is an incredibly powerful um, marketing tool. And, you know, it's amazing because I still will ask, you know, I will ask studio owners, you know, how do you find clients typically? This is kind of an important kind of data point um, as a strategist and helping people work with their, within, within their businesses and evolve their businesses is knowing where already where clients are coming from. And so I will ask them, you know, where do you find clients most of all? And I will say probably eight times out of 10 um, studios will tell me that word of mouth is where they get their best clients. And it's usually, it's absolutely accurate um, that word of mouth marketing is by far still an incredibly powerful marketing tool that you have at your fingertips. Now, what you used to do is we would sort of sit there and wait for those referrals to come your way, um, which is, you know, fine. It's great. um, And you'll take it for sure, as will I. But um, what we can do is be more proactive about um, about, uh, implementing your your referral program that encourages your um, clients to refer their friends and family to your studio. And you really want to, you really want to be thoughtful about how you invite those referrals and when you invite those referrals into your business. There are again, so many different ways to do it. Um, and it's so incredibly powerful. So you want to make sure that you are focused on it. I will say again, one of the things I see most often, I think I've shared this before many times in this podcast is that referrals are powerful but they're often forgotten. Um, And so we want to make sure that they're not forgotten in your marketing campaigns. And so inside of my marketing intensive, I teach you exactly how to ask for those referrals and how to create a referral machine in your business. Um, And it's often not the way that you might think. All right. So the last um, step that I want to share with you in terms of um, acquiring new clients and facilitating a strategies and systems that leads to more and more people knocking on the door, coming in the studio, checking out your website, booking those first time classes or buying that introductory offer is to provide an exceptional experience to your clients for that very first visit. Now, this first visit is so incredibly powerful for your, uh, for it's such, I should say, such an incredible impactful moment for your relationship that you have with your clients. That first visit is the pinnacle of whether or not your clients will continue to come or not, and what they will say about you to their friends. So don't overlook this moment in your in that customer journey. It's so incredibly important. And you want to make sure that you are taking care of every aspect of their experience from the very first touch point they have when, when booking their first session to the workout itself, um, to the way that they are welcomed to the studio and the way that they might be thinking, might might um, uh, engage with your team and the way that your team engages with them, to how they 
feel when they leave the studio, and then even in the way that you follow up at the end after the session. You want to ensure that their experience all the way through that customer journey exceeds their expectations. And you want to make sure that every element of it also conveys your brand, your brand promise and your brand values, and that you are looking for opportunities to um, deepen the relationship that you have with that new client. Because what we know is that if they feel comfortable and they trust you, then they are far more likely to keep coming back. So there you have it some a, a step-by-step guide for acquiring new clients. Lots there to think through, but I want you to remember that acquiring new clients is an ongoing process. And some of the things I'm going to share with you today, I shared with you today already have, um, w- will require a little bit of trial. They will require a little bit of testing and they will require a little bit of refining. Um, and because it's an ongoing process, you're going to be looking for opportunities to continually improve the way that you do this. And I really encourage you to to approach this with that mindset. So it's an ongoing process that really does require consistency and dedication and continual improvement because you'll want to monitor effectiveness of your activities when it comes to lead generation. You'll want to adapt according to what you see and from the data that you find in your booking software about how clients are finding you or how new clients are buying from you. And so you always want to look for opportunities to improve. And if you're able to consistently implement some of these strategies I shared with you today, you will be able to build a thriving studio and really position your business for long-term success. So There you have it. Acquiring new clients for your studio really does require a well-defined strategy and a very focused approach. When you're able to define your ideal client, craft compelling marketing messaging, um, share that marketing messaging in your local community as well as online, um, you will find that you can attract and convert people who are just looking into that long-term loyal client that you really, really want. So I hope this was helpful to you as you build your boutique fitness studio business. If you enjoyed this episode today, I'd be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening and rate and review this podcast. It really would mean so much to me. And it would mean that so many more studio owners and teachers just like you who um, are perhaps working through everything they need to work through in their business um, can also feel encouraged and support on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.